It's Monday. You know what time it is. It's FRPC Hoops. I'm your host, Vince. I'm doing a solo mission today. This is a quick one because all this is is that we're going to talk about the John Collins trade that just went down. We're not going to get into anything else. I have an Eastern Conference pre uh, Eastern Conference draft coverage uh, grade analysis deal coming out uh, with myself, Nico, and also a gentleman that I'm excited for you guys to hear and see, uh, Kendall Hall. But this is just John Collins, and that's what we're talking about right now. So John Collins leaves Atlanta. It seems like it was Miles Turner and John Collins for like the last two or three years. Which one was going to go? My money was on John. I win that bet. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, the other thing is, is that this is a this is an absolute salary dump for the Atlanta Hawks. Make no mistake about this. This is not. Oh, we are enamored with this second round pick. This is strictly wrestler in that group has never gone over the salary cap, and I do not believe this would be the season as well for them to go over the salary cap. So, John Collins next three years is going to be making like twenty five seven, like twenty six something, and then I think towards the end of it, it's like almost twenty seven. Utah can absorb that; they have a real clean cap at this point in time, so they were able just basically to get a distressed asset for almost nothing. Uh, lose Rudy Gay, who is you know he's up there in age. You know, he wasn't providing, you know, on the court value as much as more just veteran leadership. Now you have a guy who is a veteran who's kind of been through some things and also has some playoff experience. And the one thing that we also know about John Collins is that he's a really good ball player. I think what a lot of people are, it's kind of like the Tobias Harris thing. Tobias Harris is a really good player. You just don't want to pay Tobias Harris, $38 million. That's the problem. It's not that you don't want Tobias Harris. It's you don't want to pay Tobias Harris. So I can understand that. And John Collins is basically in that same situation. Um, Keep in mind, you have to make room for a Congo. You still have Capella. Okay. You got some bigs that need time and space, and now with Collins not being in the mix. Also, you got Jalen Johnson, who is a 6'7", 6'8", stretchy wing type guy. He also now gets minutes as well. So it looks like Atlanta is starting to um, clean out the glut in their, in their uh, rotation. I think there's still a move to be made with one of the guards. So I don't know if we're done yet with Atlanta. Obviously, we will stay on top of it for you. Um, And again, we are super excited that John Collins finally got traded. I mean, I cannot be more excited about that part, that he we will not have to listen to John Collins rumors for, um, for the foreseeable future, which is great. The other thing is, is that welcome to the new CBA, right? That second apron is so punitive 
it's so damaging, it's it's so restrictive that a lot of people are just scared of it. And you're going to see teams make moves like this in the upcoming uh, weeks. Now, this trade just will not go through until July 6th. Keep that in mind. So if you're waiting for this to show up on the wire, it's not. But the deal is done, so that'll be something that will be finalized on the 6th of July. You won't have to worry about that. But for right now, John Collins is now a jazz man, and also Rudy Gay will probably not stay in Atlanta, or he'll just be the 15th man off the bench either way. Um, so my question to Atlanta Hawks fans, is this the deal that you thought about in your head two years ago when you were trying to trade this guy? Did you sit on the asset too long? Is this all you could get for John Collins? Was it that necessary of a move for the fan base, not the ownership? Keep in mind, there's two different things here, right? There's two different. For the ownership, I understand what they did. I'm talking about the fan base. Do you believe what you got? Um, trying to, I'm trying to get better about this as well. We, we really trying to hook this up with this uh, microphone thing. We also got a new setup coming. We just got to get it all figured out. I got it yesterday. We we're really getting after it. But getting back to the John Collins thing, as an Atlanta Hawk fan, are you excited about what your team has done, or do you believe that you have allowed a asset to get away for far below market price? These are all questions that I have. Um, now, the other thing that we need to talk about is how tremendous this is for the Utah Jazz. You get a young guy. I think John is 25. Great. He's 25 years old. He can help your team. He can grow your young bigs. Provide some leadership. Because these are things that he can do. Okay? Um, <clears throat> the other thing is you gave up a second-round pick and a veteran that was not utilized at, really at all. So for the Jazz point of view, we look at this and you say slam dunk. They keep winning. I do have one question, though, for uh, the hashtag take note people out there. And this is no uh, shade on, on your team. What does this mean for Taylor Hendricks? Because if you have a rotation of Walker Kessler, John Collins, and Laurie Marketing, where is Taylor Hendricks going to play? Now, albeit he's a rookie, you're probably saying, like, we'll start him off, he'll come off the bench, whatever. I thought you were going to have kind of a clean slate runway for him, and now it looks like he's going to be splitting time with that rotation, it's actually a pretty good rotation. It's not like he's going to lose a ton of minutes because if you think about it this way, between the two positions, you have 96 minutes of, of time, right? We know that Laurie Marketing and um, John Collins are probably going to get 30 apiece. So there's still 38 minutes to be used. So even if Laurie Marketing is at 36 and let's say John Collins is at 30, there's 32 minutes to play with. 
So the rotation's not that bad. I was kind of worried about my boy for one second because of the fact that I thought he was going to have an absolute clean runway, and I thought the Jazz would have got to see literally what this kid is all about because I'm high on him. I have him as my third overall prospect, third overall. So just keep that in mind. I actually think you did a great job with Keontae George as well. You got him six slots uh, above. You got him six slots um, lower than I thought he was personally. So, I mean, you've done a good job with your draft. You've done a good job with this trade as far as value is concerned and not giving up assets. I'm not really on some crazy situation on the on the deal whatsoever. My whole thing was is that I had a different outlook for Taylor Hendricks. So other than that, the deal is great. But how do you feel about your rotation now? Is that is are you Utah in a position where you think you can make some noise this year? Um Will Hardy has shown himself to be just a fantastic tactician. He really understands offense, and the other thing that you see with it is that he seems to relate to his players very well. So I think, personally, this this whole dynamic of what you brought in through the draft and what you brought in through this trade, I think you're done, by the way. There might be some little tweaks around the margins, but this, to me, is your free agent signing, basically, with this trade. Um, now back to Atlanta. One last thing. What are you doing? Where is this going? Is there another move to be made? I think I brought that up earlier, but I want to drive that point home because you got to look at it this way. There's still AJ Griffin. Okay. There's still Jalen Johnson. Did this move move DeAndre Hunter up to the four? Are you trying to get a little more athletic there? A Congo hasn't shown himself to be an outside shooter, so you know that he's a rim finisher and a rim protector. So he's your five. Capella's still there. Okay? You still got Bogdan Bogdanovich still there. And then you got your guard situation. So there's a lot going on in Atlanta. I think that you, as Atlanta Hawks fans, Right now, you have to have kind of your ears perked up for whatever the next move is going to be. And I would look at that as something to be excited about, but also to be cautious about. Remember, you got a brand new uh, whole front office scene going on there, and they're, it's going to take them some time to get their feet wet. But there is a change coming, and I think this was maybe a slot of, we can kind of protect DeAndre Hunter and give Jalen Johnson some more minutes. I hope they unleash A.J. Griffin. I am a huge A.J. Griffin guy. Um, I love the pick last year personally, but I'm, I'm wanting to see where he is in the mix before I get too excited because Atlanta – I will be looking for my guy, A.J. Griffin, to get some minutes, get some run, get some burn this year. So for all my people out there on the podcast side, on the audio side, this is going up. It will be a little bonus situation. For the video side, the, this will go up on YouTube as well. Um, thank you guys for 
checking in with us during the draft. Man, it was so cool, so exciting. We were happy to do it. The other thing is we got big things coming. We we have streamlined what we're going to do, what our prospects and, and what have you, and we'll have more news, and we'll start kind of – we'll kind of unpack it as we go. But I would tell you sometime in late October and November, I think November – we have a due date of November 15th, and I think that you guys are going to be excited about that. So we have a lot going on. I want to thank everybody again for checking in on the channel, on YouTube. You know, we've gotten a lot of positive responses, so thank you guys. And tell a friend, tell a friend to get on this train because we're on the audio side, we're on the video side, and I think I got one other thing coming. I just want to talk to some guys about it beforehand and see what their interest level is. But I think for NBA fans, for Hoop fans, you're going to love it because I think this is the idea that um, really has some legs, and I think everybody's going to be jazzed about it because who does not like fake trades and good reasons behind it? And I want to do that for you guys. So I think I got some people that I need to recruit and talk to and I just want to see what their interest level is. So, again, hit us up on Twitter. Frontrunner uh, front PC, that's me. Uh, Nico is at Nico FRPC. Hit him up. He has a lot of good takes on Twitter. Uh, pretty, pretty level-headed when it comes to that. And, again, we got the TikTok. We got the YouTube. We got the audio. Join us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, because we appreciate you, and we do this for the true, true Hoop fans out there who need the good good. You know what I'm saying? We try to give you the good good, and that's what we're going to try to do. So, again, this is Vince. I'm signing off from my guy, Nico, from my guy, Kendall. We are uh, going to be putting up videos all day. We will have Eastern Conference draft um, thoughts, and then we will have Western Conference draft thoughts later this evening. So the Eastern Conference will probably drop sometime um, mid-afternoon, what have you. That's what I would tell you. And then the Western Conference will probably drop sometime, I would say, either later on tonight or tomorrow. Okay, so you're going to have more draft, more analysis and everything. But we had to get this John Collins things out to you because that's what you expect from us. FRPC Hoops brings it to you every single day, no doubt. And again, we appreciate you and uh, bye for now. <laughs>